Stone walls do not a prison make. Iron bars do not a cage make. Bread does not a sandwich make. A life free of pain does not happiness make. today from the Keeper Complex in Haven. We've already discussed Haven in general, but today we are going to focus primarily just on the Keepers. The complex has everything an interdimensional law force requires to survive, including a barracks, a library, meeting rooms, an ominous tower, an interdimensional prison, sky docks, and a cafeteria. The Keepers were established shortly after the first Verse Wars, in which it was determined that a force was necessary to establish interdimensional rules and guides to prevent a similar war, and to prevent Elder Gods from consuming the otherwise defenseless universes. I cannot tell you how many dimensions have been swallowed whole by rampaging Elder Gods, this is partially because there are so many destroyed before interdimensional travel was even established. If you ever need to know, here is a guide for the Council of Keepers. Dr. Marie de Usto. She is really mean. So if you have to speak before the council, I suggest poisoning her with some mild irritants the night before. Although, her accent is fantastic, so I don't know. Then there's Dr. Fawn Paragir. He is a gnomish physicist who is fascinated by anything. So I would suggest bringing some minor trinket with you to distract him with like a crab that only moves when salsa music is playing. My personal favorite is Baron Tolto. He is a vampire and throws the best parties. Do whatever you have to do to get on his good side, because then you can go to the wildest parties this side of the Grey Wastes. Zer's Mark's Key is a Bomita who is boring so don't even bother. Serenity Featherleaf is a fawn and grows the best pensaya dust, although you probably shouldn't bring that up in public. She is really chill, so I recommend trying to spend time with her outside of the keepers as well. Lady Rain Dusk. She is a dark elf and leader of the keeper troops. She is seriously scary, and you should do whatever you can do to get on her good side, or you will probably be killed in the middle of the night by a sniper several miles away. Master Mudan Okrin, also boring, because he's so serious, and can break you in half with his pinky finger. He is a rhino person, and it's really hard to tell when he's furious since he's always squinting, so best to assume he always is. Lord Sirali. 
he's a Vanandi and does whatever he can do to help with the final empire. He is also super boring. Although he is having an affair with Serenity, so that's exciting. Also probably something you shouldn't say in public. Finally, there is Ayas, the High Counselor, a literal, gigantic, silver dragon who can see through lies. So remember to only tell partial or twisted truths. Also, be careful since he could literally bite you in half. You're probably wondering how I found myself in the block. So, like any responsible citizen of the multiverse, I brought my findings to the Keepers to let them know what Prima had been up to. And they said things like, You're under arrest, and Where are all the stolen relics? Which was really distracting from my telling of my story, and so they threw me into the block without even a trial. If you haven't been to the block before, I can't recommend visiting. It's the worst. There's like no people there and absolutely nothing to do. I remember the last time I was captured and placed in the block, and that time I had to escape through the assistance of another inmate. He was a doctor who liked to stitch monsters onto humans, and ordinarily, I wouldn't associate with anything like that. But I was desperate. It did happen to involve the sacrifice of several other inmates, but that was a sacrifice I was willing to make. I mean, could you imagine a world without me? I certainly can't. So together, we created a biological means of traversing dimensions so that we could crash our way out of the block. I hear that since then, they have increased both surveillance and the security safeguards on the pocket dimensions. Apparently, if you were to try something similar, they would remove all oxygen from your dimension to dissuade you from doing it. At least, that's what they did to me when I tried it again. While I am unable to escape from the block itself, I have managed to sneak around the other pocket dimensions. So let's take a little tour. The block is a series of pocket dimensions that are located in a large black cube at the Keeper compound in Haven. It is nearly impossible to escape as the prisoners have no direct contract to Haven and are instead without magic, technology, or anything fun, sequestered in their own pocket dimension. You might be wondering how I've managed to escape from my particular pocket dimension, and to that I reply, a magician does not reveal their secrets. One of my favorite inmates to stop by and watch is Yitomit the Hive. They are not actually one entity, 
but instead a massive swarm that has gained sentience and devours entire universes. They are particularly fun to watch because they refuse to accept that they are in captivity. They continue to try and escape and devour anything in sight, but they can't escape from the pocket dimension they are stuck in. There's also Zverhas, the king of undeath and high priest of the undying, but he's super gloomy and moody, so he's not really fun to watch. There is one upside to being stuck in the block, and that is the food. Since you are caught in a pocket dimension, you can have whatever your heart wishes for food, and the Genesis engine that runs your particular cell will create it for you. This means that your food choices are only limited by your imagination. What I recommend is if you are about to go on a crime spree that may land you in a cell, is to first go to as many fine dining establishments as you can, so that your memory is full of the best dishes before you are inevitably caught. Now, you might be wondering how I would expect you to pay for all of these fine dining establishments when you are needing money in the first place, hence the crime spree. Well, I have two words for you, dear wanderer. And those two words? Credit fraud. Go ahead and just create random credit accounts and just rack those up with absolutely no interest in paying them back. Now many of the inhabitants of the block are interdimensionally hardened criminals, but many are repeat, non-violent drug offenders. Specifically, they are usually dealers of pensaya dust or sun sugar who happen to get caught while traversing dimensional borders. While I personally do not recommend using either substance, I do recommend investing in a coat of pockets if you are going to be involved in the substances. It has several traveling pockets that contain their own pocket dimensions. It can be so hard to search through the coat that any keeper or other law enforcement would never be able to find the illicit substances that you are working with. This can also be difficult to deal with as it can be hard to follow the pockets yourself. The key is to get in a mindset in which you just reach into random pockets without a particular goal in mind and hope that it's the right one. You can get a coat of pockets wherever black market goods are sold. This has been a word from our sponsors. like I have a visitor. Ah, humor, my lovely orc friend. Oh I thought we were more than friends. I was trying to be subtle. Ah, gotcha, 
Wink, wink. Wait, how are you broadcasting while in prison? I have my ways, in which I mean I have smuggled the broadcasting equipment through a series of nanotech pills. You could smuggle in technology and you choose broadcasting equipment? What's more important than continuing to record my guide? Or could think of a few things. Well, you're wrong. Anyway, you have to get the Keepers to stop Prima. Don't you see? The Keepers are funded by Prima. They'd never let you release what they're doing and let it link back to them. Dr. Deusto has set up a series of dealings with the rest of the Council to get the Keepers in Prima's pockets. Then why are you here? To break you out, of course. I'm no Prima lapdog. I could practically kiss you. Wait, I will do that exact thing. Even with Keeper assistance, it can be rather difficult to break out of the block. This is because someone on the outside has to create the portal out of the block. It is incredibly easy to get out of the block itself when you have two keepers who are working together to break you out. I don't know if you remember Yumer's partner Trilly, but she was waiting on the outside of the block, ready to create a portal for the both of us to escape. However, it is also pretty obvious when you are taking prisoners out, because the block is in the middle of the keeper complex, and, as I've said before, it is just a large black cube. So there aren't really anywhere to hide while you are creating portals. What this really means is that once you've escaped from the block, you need to make a break for the nearest keeper ship, while dodging laser blasts and keeping an eye out for the counselors, like Ayas, who could literally eat you, or breathe fire down upon you. It is important, on the way, to make sure that your friendly AI has had the opportunity to hack into the ship so that you can do the Kleinowitz maneuver immediately upon reaching said ship, which is dangerous all on its own. If luck is with you, then you can escape without immediately being killed and having to escape from the underworld all over again. Well. Until next time, dear wanderers, good luck. The Interdimensional Traveler's Guide to the Shatteredverse is a production of Shatteredverse Studios. It is written and voiced by Thea Lake. If you'd like to contact us, or if you have any comments, you can reach us at itgsvpodcast at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, or Instagram. If you'd like to support this podcast, anything would help in the form of either monetary donations or by sharing the podcast with your friends. As I said, anything helps. Now, it's time for your tea time. Today's word of wisdom is manumission. First, let's relax. Let's everyone take a long, hot shower. 
and I really want to make sure you understand. I do not mean a hot shower in the respect that the temperature is merely high, but hot as in if your muscles are tight, then the shower will be hot enough to melt those muscles away. Additional props if you are able to take a shower in molten gold or some other metal so that afterwards you can relax in a case of metal and not have to move ever again. Also, that would make for quite the sarcophagus. Have you done that? Good. Now that we are all relaxed, I'd like to talk to you about freedom. Freedom can mean so many different things. While it is true that you can be free of mind no matter what circumstances you are in, it would be irresponsible to assume that someone's agency is separate from their environment. There are degrees of freedom, and those who are able to afford life's comfort have more freedom to move about than those who don't have the means to survive from day to day. A society is only as free as its most impoverished members, so it is our responsibility to use our freedoms in a means to support those who don't have as much as we do. Imprisonment comes from the intersection of multiple oppressions, and it is only through solidarity and the recognition of this intersection that we are able to liberate our society. Thank you.